0: Hey guys, it's Ed, and welcome to a special episode of Drunk Gossip. It's that time where the TV networks have done their upfronts, and now we're getting all the backstage gossip. Uh, of course, we did this in 2019, and it was huge. That you guys loved it, uh, and. We would have done it in 2020, but of course, the uh, pandemic uh, made things a little bit more difficult, Um, not only in how uh, the upfronts were done, but uh, more importantly, in how I was able to gather information. Uh, Obviously, time has um, given me a new wisdom, (laughs) so we're going to kick things off with ABC Uh, and ABC actually is home to one of the most shocking cancellations this TV season they cancelled newcomer Rebel which starred Katie Segal uh, and came from the executive producer of Grey's Anatomy and Station 19 because of all the talent uh, both behind the scenes and in front, it was widely expected that despite a rough start, Rebel was going to get a second season, and ABC ended up canceling it halfway through uh, its first season. Now, there's a few things to know here. First and foremost, uh, the network actually loved it. Uh, they were actually very proud of the show, <coughs> but they couldn't see they couldn't justify keeping it around uh with uh with, with the ratings that it was pulling in um, The other thing that they couldn't do is they couldn't um, see Katie Sigol working on both the Connors and Rebel. Ah, uh, they worried that she was going to get burnt out. And at the end of the day, the Connors is the crown jewel uh, in their comedy. And even though they would have loved to see a second season of Rebel to see what it could do, they decided to play fast and loose and um, cancel that. And let that will freeing her up for. Uh, being on the Connors full-time. Now, producers from the Connors have pushed back on this notion uh, that she's going to be a series regular. But watch their wording. Uh, My sources tell me that uh, she doesn't want to necessarily sign a contract to do another sitcom. Uh, She loves the Connors. Uh, and she loves working with John Goodman and the entire cast. But. She she also likes the freedom. Uh, and with the contract that she was able to sign for. Uh, Rebel. Um, that show is only ever going to produce between 10 and 13 episodes a season. Uh, and they designed it in such a way where. Each season would be more like an anthology, um, with, uh, with the same characters appearing time and again, um, with Katie, Katie Seagull's Rebel at the center, uh, and Andy Garcia's, um, lawyer, um, as her buddy and, and all that, but, um, they would have new recurring characters and all that, um, every season in a new arc. So, um, so yeah, the whole reason why Rebel was canceled uh, was to uh, was to free things up for uh, for the Connors. Every year the Connors comes down to the wires for the renewal, not because ABC doesn't want it to continue; they do, uh, and in fact. They would prefer not to have to. They would prefer not to have to um, worry about it every season. However, because The Connors was a spinoff of Roseanne, uh, the cast only signs deals year to year. There has been talk of The Connors coming to an end and what might happen. Um, you know, John Goodman, uh, and Laurie Metcalf, Laurie Metcalf are, um, getting up there in age, um, and both, both have other projects going on. Uh, Sarah Gilbert is moving more into producing, um, which leaves Lacey Garrison and Michael, Michael Fisher. There is talk about, um, possibly developing a Becky-centric spin off. Now, nothing's official, um, and it's just a little bit of buzz behind the scenes. Uh, but all of my sources say that Lacey is more than, re- more than ready uh, and more than happy to take up this mantle. Uh, and she understands that, you know, if, if the ratings start to get bad or um, this doesn't take off the way. She expects it to um the cast of the Connors can come back and uh prop her up. One final note about this section there there have been whispers, and that's all they are at this point that um Roseanne could be asked to make a special guest appearance. This will be the first time in, in the Connors history that Roseanne has appeared. And the first time that uh, Roseanne has acted, uh, that I can tell since she was unceremoniously fired from Roseanne the show um, back in 2015. Um, now there's no guarantee that Roseanne will actually sign on the dotted line, uh, for a guest appearance. I think that needs to be set up front, but, um, it is something that's being whispered about and it's something that they really want given the storyline happening with Dan and Louise, Moving over to the drama side, Grey's Anatomy was renewed after Ellen Pompeo and uh, a few of the other key players uh, re-upped their deals. Now, I told you back in September uh, that Grey's Anatomy would be renewed for two seasons. I wasn't wrong. Everyone has a pickup for another season, uh, with the decision ultimately falling uh, to executive producer uh, Kristen Vernoff and uh, series lead Ellen Pompeo. Now, people keep saying, Well, why would Ellen walk away? uh you know and whatever In ellen has said um it is a good way to make money and you know she's not young so she's you know probably not going to work very much more after this so you know what what, what are these chances after 20 years uh working the same job She could be kind of bored, Um, even if she doesn't want to act again. Doesn't mean she wants to continue on in the role of Meredith Grey. Uh, But I'm hearing that uh, the final decision has not been made quite yet. Um, But ABC has the option for uh, what will be uh, season 20. And they're they're looking for um, they're gonna be looking for some uh, other dramas to pop. Originally, they wanted the good Doctor to pop um, and become a big rating success, so they can move that over to the Thursday night slot uh, to help anchor it. And when that didn't happen the way they wanted it to, they started working uh, with what they have. And it's also part of the reason why Rebel went with a medical uh, storyline this season. In terms of their game shows, Ken Jennings is looking to be making an exit from The Chase or at least appear on a... Uh, reduced uh, schedule. Uh, he is expected to be uh, named as the permanent Jeopardy co-host. Uh, now, just a little quick note here. People keep confusing what Jeopardy is doing. These co-hosts, this is not a Live with Kelly type situation. Um, these. These guest co-hosts are not Let me repeat this, they are not auditioning for the hosting job. All they are doing is simply hosting and giving money to charity. LeVar Burton might be the only one that's actually auditioning. Uh, And while fans love him, it's not likely they're going to go with him. Alex Trebek actually chose Ken Jennings as host of Jeopardy! Now, Ken Jennings does not have a huge desire to be uh, a TV star. Uh, He's a trivia guy, and, uh, you know, that's that. So, um, (coughs) it's very likely he's going to be exiting uh, the chase... Or as I said, he'll be very reduced and uh, used. Uh, they've brought over um, the Beast. He has appeared on every iteration of the chase that has been produced. Uh, so it's not a big shot that it, it's not a big shock that he's coming over to um, to this one. ABC's very high on him. Uh, and they think it's gonna really help the format out. uh Sarah Haynes will return uh as host uh as she's very important to the ABC family uh, Not as important to the ABC family is Alec Baldwin. He has stepped in controversy one too many times for Disney's liking, and like Gina Carano, uh, he seems to have put himself out of a job. Originally, ABC had ordered an untitled Kelsey Grammer, Alec Baldwin comedy, uh, and gave it a straight-to-series order. After several controversies, uh, including his wife, his wife, Hilaria's uh, fake Spanish heritage, they decided to ex- exit the business of uh, Alec Baldwin. Uh, if they renew Match Game, uh, sources are telling me that Alec will not be invited back as host. Uh, They are looking at uh, several people right now who they feel uh, would do a much better job, including original panelist Rosie O'Donnell, uh, frequent panelist Caroline Ray, and current host of Supermarket Sweep, Leslie Jones. Uh, There were no men that I heard uh, of in the running Now, uh, Rosie is, of course, uh, very busy working on her new talk show. Uh, Caroline uh, is definitely a possibility, although I don't know that her humor um, would be raunchy enough. Um, Leslie, I think, could pull it off. Um, And they could always pull out another person. Now, Alec does own part of the show. So, even if it goes on without him in the host seat, uh, he will still be making money from it. That was part of the deal that they made when they lured him over to host the show. As for ABC's daytime lineup, uh, we're still being told that there's going to be a shakeup at The View... Uh, the Meghan McCain's pregnancy put a wrinkle in that. And they are having a tough time uh, filling the seat. Originally, it was believed that Alan Navarro was going to sign on the dotted line and take over. However... Negotiations between ABC and Anna Navarro have broke down. She will continue to appear as a guest co-host as needed, but it is looking less and less likely that she will be replacing Megan McCain. As far as Tamron Hall goes, uh, her show uh, has shot up in the ratings. And everyone is literally thrilled about it. Um, ABC feels like they they made a very good decision with this. Um, In terms of... General Hospital... I'm being told... That... There are several... Past cast members that could be making a comeback. Uh, Jonathan Jackson who played Lucky Spencer, ha- teased his return a little while ago. Uh, but don't expect him to come back. Um, I'm being told that uh, some of the conditions he had for returning were not conducive to uh, the business practices uh, that they're, um, that they're working with right now uh Vanessa Marcel teased to come back telling uh telling a reporter who asked her what her favorite Brenda Barrett scenes were that they haven't been filmed yet. Uh Vanessa has a standing invitation to rejoin the show. All the all the um Writers and producers are waiting for is for her to pull the trigger. Uh, Frank Valentini has affirmed this, and everyone at ABC Daytime is praying for uh, for her return. Of course, we're going to keep you updated on all of these stories as they develop out a little bit more. Um. And I will be right back. And I am back. So, let us talk about CBS. Boring-ass CBS. I mean, seriously, guys. Uh, CBS almost never has anything interesting. Um... Because they found their formula. Uh, Police procedurals that last forever. Uh, And they very, very rarely um, disrupt their schedule. So, uh, the fact that they did this time um, really shocked the industry. (coughs) Namely, they're moving uh, mainstay NCIS From their Tuesday night at 8 o'clock perch to Monday night at 10. I'm sorry, Monday night at 9. Now, this does not seem like a big deal, right? Like, networks move shows all the time. But if you consider that in its entire history, NCIS, NCIS has only ever occupied one time slot, then it becomes a bit more of a big deal, So, what is this actually telling us? <clears throat> NCS's move is uh, an indication that the mothership could be exiting soon. It came down to the buyer for the very first time this year as to whether or not there would be another season. CBS wanted it. Uh, Producers wanted it, but no one was quite certain if series star Mark Harmon wanted to do it. In fact, he's asked for uh, some time off, Uh, and his wife was brought in for an arc. Now, that doesn't seem like such a big deal, except he always said that he would only work with her towards the end of his career. So it got people buzzing that he could be exiting the show. What my CBS sources are telling me is Mark may not necessarily be leaving. Uh, he he is starting to throw up indications that he wants to slow down. Um. There are also indications that. Um. He's not able to do the job that he once was able to. Uh, But not that he's necessarily ready to retire. Uh, He is signed on for season 19 uh, for an unspecified amount of episodes. Uh, My source said that they believe he will be in all or nearly all. Uh, the episodes. But... He said... What it's going to actually depend on is not... Uh... Is not how many episodes Mark wants to do... But how many... Episodes that are ordered by the network. Uh... Normally, NCIS gets a full 22 season. Uh, 22 episode season. Um... This year was a little bit different because of COVID. And a lot of, um, a lot of the actors were enjoying uh, not having to work quite as hard. <coughs> now, if, if this is going to be the final season, look for an announcement. Uh, my source said uh, they will want to do a victory lap. So if we don't hear um, fairly close to the start of the new season uh, that it's going to be ending, it's almost uh, guaranteed that um, it will live on uh, for at least one more season. Now, the other thing about this big move is um, industry heavyweights are saying you know they're moving the number one show on TV uh, to kind of uh, pull up uh, the Monday night, uh, the Monday night uh, block. This is not true. Uh, in fact, they originally had thought about bringing back the comedy block, which had done so well for them for so many years. Uh, <coughs> But a combination of uh, not, uh, them not really feeling any of the comedies. And um, they were shopped in the last segment, in the ABC segment, we talked about um, the Kelsey Grammer and Alec Baldwin sitcom. They didn't feel it was the right fit for them either, so they passed. <laughs> um, so it was more about inventory rather than uh, actual strategy uh look for mid season uh, to see some big changes <coughs> um and a lot of people have o- also noted that at least two series a possible third are all migrating over to Paramount Plus uh those sh- uh the two shows that are definitely migrating over there are Seal Team and Uh, Evil. Seal Team was actually very popular with the executives of CBS. Uh, They loved it immensely. But it was a very expensive drama to produce. And there was very little reward for them. Uh, Ratings were stagnant um, uh, and low at best. And dismal at worst, uh, and the format doesn't sell overseas because it's uh, centered on the United States Army, which is not necessarily popular all over the world. But it did. Uh, but the show does have a dedicated fan base, and they are thinking that um, migrating it over to. Uh, Paramount Plus will be a big boon for the streaming network. What what a lot of people don't know is that David Boreanaz almost cost producers the deal. Uh, For those of you who aren't aware, David Boreanaz has been on... uh, Every show he's been on has gone for at least five seasons. Um, Dating back to Buffy the Vampire Slayer... I'm um, Going through Angel, and Bones, and now Seal Team. Uh, Seal Team was imperiled, and no one was quite sure if it was going to make it to um, Season 5. So he took to Twitter, as he did with Angel, and begged for a renewal. Trying to whip the fans into a frenzy. What he actually did was whipped up tension between the producers and... The network. Uh, What he either didn't know or... um, didn't really consider is that... they were already in negotiations to move the show... uh, to Paramount Plus to see if it would breathe life into the streamer. And... uh, give the show some additional seasons to, to do. So his... His strategy caused tensions, which put the whole deal in peril and actually led them closer to cancellation than what anyone expected. Eventually, they were able to sort things out and get a deal made. Uh, and from there, of course, um, the big announcement was made. But there's a lot of people very sore and very irritated with David Boreanaz at this point. And word is that uh, should the show go uh, beyond this, uh, they are not sure if they want him to continue to be the lead. Uh, now, of course, this is CBS and they will likely work with him again. Uh because he is a big name. And as... As a few people have pointed out... They essentially stole him from Fox. Um, yeah, you know, Fox had actually wanted to... Lure him back into the fold with another show. Uh, said to be uh, either a sitcom... Or... Um... Another police procedural. I've heard. Um, uh, one of my sources told me that it was. Uh, he was wanted to be a lead on 911, um, where another told me uh, that they had uh, wanted him for Prodigal Son. Uh, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, In any case... Uh... David signed on with Seal Team... Uh... Because he knew it was going to... Likely end up on CBS and... Um... Those shows... Generally last... For a very long time... Uh... So the fact that... Seal Team... Is... Will be exiting... After... Ah, uh, four seasons on heading to paramount plus um, was a little bit of a shock for him. Uh, Dick Wolf uh, is going to have three nights of television programming across two networks. Uh, his FBI franchise for CBS will own the Tuesday night time slot. Uh, and then one Chicago Wednesdays over on NBC and Law and Order Thursdays over on NBC. Uh it's believed that this is the first time that one producer uh has had such a, just such an imprint on uh, the TV landscape. Uh but it's not really a, a huge surprise. Um we talked a little bit about the um Thursday that could be moving over to Paramount Plus. That is Clarice. Now, there were, there were very high hopes for Clarice, uh, given that um, it comes from a storied IP and um, the, the creative team behind the scenes and CBS is trying to understand what went wrong um with a lot of the blame focusing on it being a serialized show <coughs> now there's not a whole lot there's not a there's not a uh there's not a whole lot of uh truth to this matter Uh, the truth of the matter here is um, the like storytelling does work on network television. Of course, it does work better streaming, right? Like, we all know this. Um, <clears throat> ratings as a whole are down. But when you when you look at the when you look at the bigger picture here, Clarice never really fit into uh, the CVS family. Uh, if they had stuck to uh, a procedural, uh, that would have definitely helped. Um, if they were able to add in Hannibal Lecter, but they can't because of rights, uh, that would have boosted it. Uh, and my source said that the biggest problem that he's heard from... Uh, his bosses is a combination of what we just talked about and they wanted a bigger star in the lead. Now the the argument here was that uh, the role of, of Clarice Sterling should uh, make the actress a star if she's strong enough. Uh, CBS countered that um, they, that it should be uh, someone with name recognition and who has, uh, unquestioned, uh, credentials. Eventually they gave in to what the creative team wanted and the result has been, <coughs> excuse me, the, the result has been a low rated a journey into a character uh, that I'm not sure a lot of people cared about. Um, you know, one of the, one of the examples that uh, my source gave to me was Ratchet. That was certainly a character that no one was really begging to hear more about. But because you put Sarah Poulsen in the role and surrounded her with an all-star Ryan Murphy cast the show became uh, the biggest show in the world and if they had done the same thing with Clarice um, he feels that we would be having a much different conversation Um, the move to the move to Paramount Plus could be an indicator that um, things might be uh, moving in that direction Uh, on the daytime on the daytime front, I am hearing uh that Justin Gaston, um who tempor- temporarily played the role of Chase uh in December, uh will be returning to the role uh sometime this summer. Uh one of the things that um the show is being very careful about Um, is not only building up anticipation for his return, um, but making sure, uh, that there is no controversy about the recast. Uh, Justin is uh, Melissa Orday's husband, um, which, uh, played a factor in, in his getting the role the first time. And he was incredibly popular with uh, not only the cast but with um, with the fans. Uh, So look for that to to come to fruition. Uh, I'm hearing that Kimberly Kimberly J Brown or Kimberly Brown rather, sorry, uh, who played Sheila on both uh, The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Uh, despite denials, will be returning to the shows. Now, uh, in what role, in what capacity, uh, no one is uh, ready to tell me yet. Uh, she was spotted on set, um, but it was covered up with a, you know, it was for a fan event. However, I'm hearing that's not necessarily the case. <coughs> um, and Sheila will be uh, around to stir up some trouble for the citizens of Los Angeles, um, possibly within the next month or so. Uh, Now, of course, Kimberly is not exactly a popular uh, person. Uh, uh, She has been very vocal about her politics uh, and that has put some of the cast off of working with her uh, but the main people that she would be working with uh are able to put it to the side, and finally the talk uh cancellation rumors are swirling i 'm hearing that it 's not definitive that the plug is going to be pulled uh on the show just yet, and that um it may live to see another season the The hope was to pull back uh, either Sarah Gilbert or another of the original hosts, but that no longer seems to be the plan. Uh, And it seems that the plan to bring Rosie O'Donnell on board has hit a snag. They're still going to continue to look for a big name to join the cast to see if they can um, spruce up the ratings, uh, and they want to see if they can pivot away from the controversy that has ate the show. Uh, The National Enquirer and others are reporting that uh, producers are begging Sharon Osbourne to return, but she is saying no. Those stories are planted by Sharon Osbourne's people. And I'm going to take a break, and I'll be right back. And I am back. And it's Fox's turn to get the microscope put over them. So, one of the biggest departures of this season was Last Man Standing. After six seasons on ABC, the show was canceled uh, because it was time for the cast to negotiate new contracts. And uh, ABC was going to make very little, if any, money on it. Uh, at the time, they didn't own the show. Uh, so it was seen as more of a liability than an asset. Despite the fact that it was their second highest rated comedy. <coughs> uh, and a tentpole of their Friday nights. After a season off... Fox rode in and saved the show. Now, all indications, um, I should say, all stories from Tim Allen and others indicated that last season was going to be the last season. This is not true. Uh, there were no plans for the show to end. Uh, After being only being back for two seasons, they uh, it was decided very early on that uh, because the cast uh, renewed, once again the cast was about to have their contracts renewed. uh, They decided to um, go ahead and end the show uh just shy of two hundred episodes so what is all what does all of this mean? nothing out of the ordinary um once again the the cancellation came uh came because uh, of business decisions. Ah, uh, the biggest difference here is Tim Allen wasn't okay with it last time and tried to uh, paint it as a politically motivated a politically motivated uh, scenario, whereas this time he's fine with it and is painting it as all good things must come to an end. With the ABC cancellation, the cast was released from their contracts. Molly Ephraim, who played Mandy uh and Caitlin Dever both went on to uh bigger careers when one of the things that is very little known um Tim Allen uh in the beginning of the uh, in the beginning of Last Man Standing was making $225,000 per episode uh the Molly Efron's and all them were making twenty thousand. Now it's that's still nothing to sneeze at. Um, they're making twenty thousand dollars a week, like that's a huge amount of money. Um, but as time went on, and Molly became one of the breakout stars, she felt she was she should get more money, not as much as Tim or uh, Nancy Sinatra, but she still thought she should get a raise. Uh, When the show was canceled. They. uh, Everyone went their. Merry ways. uh, When the show was picked up again. And they were trying to get the cast back together. Um, Molly was approached about reprising her role as Mandy. She demanded more money. And. Tim was not inclined to give her more money. And in fact, wanted to lock her in at her old rate. She told him that this was simply not acceptable. And a feud was born. (coughs) Molly uh, declined to uh, reprise the role or even appear in a recurring basis. Caitlyn uh, decided that she would recur uh, as long as she was free to do her other projects and they understood that they were no longer in first position. Which ended up being acceptable. So, fast forward... They're planning the new season, and Fox asked them to do something, "quote unquote" promotable. And one of the, one of the ideas that was thrown around, was to have, um, Molly and uh, the first Kristen appear. This was quickly mixed because uh Molly has not forgiven Tim Allen for uh believing that she should just accept whatever he offered. Uh and Tim has not forgiven Molly uh for standing up for herself. And hence the um uh Mike Baxter meets Tim Taylor storyline that uh, ended up playing out now, ah uh, with the show wrapped, ah, uh, we're hearing ah uh, that Tim is already looking to launch another sitcom, uh, likely another family sitcom. Uh, he wants to try uh, he wants to attach his name to it but not necessarily Star. Uh, we'll, we'll keep tabs on that uh, and let you know how that develops. Um, word has it that uh, he does not want to work with ABC again, uh, but will if he has to. So, uh, there weren't well, too many big surprises in Fox's um, renewals and cancellations. Um, their animation, uh, their animation block, of course, got renewed. Uh, this The Simpsons have been renewed uh, for seasons thirty three and thirty four. There's a big caveat here, and that caveat is season thirty four of The Simpsons could be its last now animation usually takes about a year uh to write animate and produce so at any given time they could be working on um any number of episodes uh, either from last season or whatever uh or you know for from the last season or from uh the upcoming season what does all this mean though With, uh, with, uh, Fox launching Bedrock, uh, (coughs) excuse me, with Fox launching Bedrock, the Simpsons reboot, or I'm sorry, the Flintstones reboot, uh, it's looking very likely that they want to use that, um, to replace The Simpsons. Uh, there's a little bit of controversy with Bedrock already, uh, originally Fox had bought the rights to the Flintstones uh, for him so he could reboot it because uh, it was one of his favorite cartoons and he worked at Hanna-Barbera. Uh, he ended up having to put the the project on hold because uh, he was busy with his multitude of other projects, including the Orville. Uh, and when he left Fox uh, for a universal deal, his dreams of producing a Flintstones, cart- uh, a, 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 uh, Flintstones show dissipated. And, interestingly enough, it took a few years, um, but they announced a new iteration. Except when Seth read the announcement, it sounded very similar to what he had proposed all those years ago. Now, uh, no one is expecting um, Bedrock to last as long as The Simpsons, uh, but it, if the, if the Simpsons ratings continue to, uh, uh, fall, and Bedrock does fairly well, um, it will be a sustainable, uh, system for them. Uh, The Simpsons is a very expensive show to produce, uh, and frankly, uh, at this stage in the game, um, they have a library, uh, more vast than some streaming networks. Um, <laughs> so, uh, uh, you know, one of the cornerstones of Disney Plus is the Simpsons, um, with more than 300 hours of, uh, entertainment, <clears throat> just from this franchise alone. Uh, and, of course, there's the massive FXX deal. Um, but uh, L. Jean who serves as executive producer, um, has indicated that they are ready uh, to let the show go. They're ready to um, move on. Uh, some are ready to retire. Others, you know, move on uh, and work on other voice stuff. Um, you know, all all of the cast members and producers and everyone has made a a nice <laughs> nice amount of money um, from the show, um, and it makes sense for The Simpsons to be to be replaced by a Flintstones centric show uh, with Family Guy um, sagging in quality and ratings, um, often getting beat uh, in both. Uh, by Bob's Burgers, uh, The Simpsons, and um, whatever show they have, uh, in whatever other show is in there. So, as the cartoon Wars play out, you're going to see um, not a lot of fighting from The Simpsons people. Um, but you are going to see Seth get a little bit feisty. Uh, I'm hearing that, and we'll talk about this a little bit later. Uh, I'm hearing that he's ready to launch a new uh, animated franchise um, to directly compete with um, Family Guy and all of that. So, um, Call Me Cat, uh, starring Mayim Bialik and uh, executive produced by Mayim and her on-screen uh, Big Bang husband, Jim Parsons, was renewed for a second season. This was largely expected. Well While, while uh, Fox had hoped for Big Bang-style numbers, they were not at all surprised that they didn't get them. and in fact um they were uh anticipating a, a much bigger bomb the fact that it came out as the number um their number one new comedy uh was a big boon as it often outranked last man standing which was considered uh to be uh their their best piece of comedy property uh live action comedy property I should say uh so with the second season look for a number of uh look for a number of changes being made uh the controversial uh fourth wall breaking uh will sh- I'm hearing will still be there <coughs> um But some of the other complaints about the show are said to be uh, tidied up and they're hoping that in season two, um, Call Me Cat will um, continue to be a strong ratings performer um, and start to see an increase uh, in order to justify their investment. Uh, Fox doesn't really have a daytime side. Um. Generally, they, um, they work with partners, on, and have. Um, some, some talk shows. Uh, the real of course is uh, undergoing some cast changes. Uh, Wendy Williams, is said to be ending. Um, which. My Fox source said that their stations were informed of Wendy's exit. Uh, They were told it's only a matter of time. uh, When, uh, not if. Uh, They're looking for someone to... uh, Someone with the same kind of spicy attitude to jump out. And so far that hasn't happened um we're hearing that uh the Nick Cannon show uh might might debut just to force uh her off um and then there's still the Tomorrow Mallory show that's being developed uh and is likely um going to Uh, be a big splashy uh, a big splashy affair when that's ready to debut Um, in terms of potential new talk show hosts though um, everyone is pinning their hopes on Rosie uh, even though that's expected to go to NBC owned and operated stations I'm going to take a break and I'll be right back and I am back. The Something interesting is happening over at NBC. Uh, they were the number one broadcast network uh, last year. Uh, and they seem to be uh, vying for the mantle again this year. Now, this is not a big surprise. NBC has had some very good years. Uh, and they've really uh, nailed into their niche here. Um... You know, they have one Chicago Wednesdays. Uh, they have, uh, well, they're going to have Law and Order Thursdays, uh, which this will be the first time in I don't even know how many years that they're going to be without a comedy block. I mean, there's no comedy block at all on the schedule for the fall. Um, everything, all the comedies are being held for mid-season. Um, but, particularly on Thursday night, this is a really big deal, uh, because as everyone knows, uh, at one point in the late 90s and early 2000s, uh, NBC's Thursday night comedy block was a behemoth, um. Even when uh, CSI was was moved there to kind of directly compete, um, the ratings were still so phenomenal that it wasn't even funny. So what is, uh, what is happening? Why is NBC um, seemingly getting out of the comedy business? The answer is very simple. Peacock. Their streaming service... Um, is looking to uh, be very reflective of the popular and uh, zeitgeist-breaking shows. So, uh, what I'm hearing is, uh, from my NBC sources, as well as a couple of other people... Uh, NBC Universal is not leaving Broadcast Network, but what they are hoping to do is uh, test out this all-drama lineup. If things go well, their sitcoms like Keenan, uh, Young Rock, uh, Mr. Mayor, among others, will be shifted over to Peacock for runs. They're no longer concerned with syndication or anything of that sort because if these comedies are successful, they will bring money into Peacock uh, and all of that. So the business plan here is um, to launch shows on NBC and scooch them over to the streamer. <coughs> um, now, speaking of scooching over to the streamer, there is very loud buzz both with with my NBC sources and on the set of Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist that the show has taken its final bow on network TV. While not official, uh, f- for quite some time now there has been talk of migrating it over to Peacock and making it an exclusive show there. The reason is the linear ratings are atrocious at best uh, and cancel wordly at worst. But what saved it in season one and what is likely going to save it uh, for season two is its digital ratings. This show is tops on uh, streamers like Peacock and Hulu and on demand. Now, this is not a big surprise. Uh, serialized shows such as Zoe always seem to do better on streamers, particularly once all episodes have dropped. Now, word is um, should things fall through with. Uh, with the move to Peacock, Hulu and Netflix are both very interested in saving the show and bringing it into their fold. My NBC source says, uh, because of the interest of the other streamers, it is even more likely that Zoey will be moved over. And one thing that they said to me, uh, which was very interesting, and I, you, I mean, you know this, um... But it's it's still, um, uh, it's still noteworthy. Zoe is a very expensive show to produce. Uh, the you know the the cast make good salaries, but uh, the most expensive part is securing the rights to the songs that they sing. And so far, there's been very little upside. Um, you know where with Glee. The songs regularly hit the top of apple's music charts uh there were there were downloads there were multiple soundtracks uh, nBC has not monetized the show in this way as of yet don't be surprised if you start to see a little bit more. Um, Apple had some Zoe playlist along with um the ca- with the cast versions of. Of songs. Uh, but one of the things that um, they're really being encouraged to do is uh, to monetize and make this really um, a profitable show. As for why they're um, getting rid of their more lighthearted fare, word is. Uh, that uh they were given a very tight budget this year uh and sitcoms are very expensive to produce, particularly with Keenan, who's a veteran of the like, comedy scene on saturday night Live uh Dwayne Johnson, also known as the rock, is a very expensive talent <coughs> and There was a little bit of infighting over at NBC over who should get the cash. And given that the ratings for Keenan and Young Rock were actually very decent, uh, a case was made for them. But the big bosses wanted to see if they could um, hit back with a little bit more drama and if they would be able to uh, prioritize and sell the formats abroad. Now, the Law & Order franchise, of course, is huge. Um, it's all over the world um, and rakes in hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars, particularly SVU. Organized crime has, hasn't had quite the same success as of yet. Uh, and for the defense, expectations are low. Uh, but raising every single day, the talent behind for the defense is uh uh is unparalleled. Uh, and so what we're looking for here, um, is who's going to lead the cast. A lot of names have been thrown around, including some veterans of uh, the Law and Order franchise. But what I'm hearing is that NBC and uh, Dick Wolf want to think outside of the box. Word is uh, they are trying to lure CeeLo Ward uh, to uh, to the franchise. Now, there's there's no expectation that CeeLo Ward is actually going to take uh, the role, particularly given that she accepted the role on FBI, which was also a Dick Wolf production, over on CBS, and left after a year. But they are of the belief that uh, they, can, they can lure her in. Also, uh, another person's name who's been thrown about is Callista Flockhart. However, that is not very likely given that uh it is widely believed she will be rejoining uh Allie McBeal uh in in the title role. Moving over to late night, a much was made of the Jimmy Fallon five-year deal. Multiple sources throughout NBC and uh the industry as a whole say don't put much stock in it. They gave themselves more outs than Colton Underwood. They are looking to secure a talent uh to take over. Uh Seth Meyers what Seth Meyer's name was bandied about, uh but they really want to do something big and bold. Um, they've talked to him. He seems to be okay with it at this juncture. But, of course, everything can change, uh, as we know very, very well. The likely the likely outcome here is uh, Jimmy stays on for uh, the rest of this season, perhaps even going into next season. Um, but we're going to see a slew of guest co-hosts uh, while... He takes some time off. Or well, um they literally just pair him with someone who is a guest co-host. <coughs> um, Chelsea Handler has passed. I'm um, taking over the tonight show at this time. Uh we're looking into uh who else's name is being bandied about. Uh Lily Singh reportedly was offered to continue on in her role. But she wanted The Tonight Show and was very disappointed when she didn't get it. Uh, one of the, uh, one of the um, strangest, um, but honestly, uh, wisest names I've heard around was Amber Rufflin. Uh, she currently has a Peacock Late Night Show. And word is um, NBC and Universal are very high on her. And speculation kicked up right away that they were going to uh, replace Lily Singh with Amber. But that was shot down <clears throat> with them saying that they were going to put an animated show or some other type of entertainment show in the, in the spot. One one thing that we're hearing is it could be um for a while there could be repeats of Days of Our Lives or other NBC daytime shows. Uh there's even some belief that they could be uh trying to launch a new soap opera. Although uh my NBC source says don't count on that quite yet. Moving over to the other late-night show, Saturday Night Live, I am hearing uh, very strongly that we witnessed Cecily Strong's last year, our last show, on Saturday night. Uh, and... On... Uh, May 22nd. Sorry. So, what happened? Nothing. Uh Sicily has been in really high demand as of late, including an Apple uh, Apple TV Plus uh show per, uh that is produced by Lauren Michaels. Uh, she took a lot of time off this season to film it. Uh, Apple seems to be very high on the project and uh, you know, it just seems to be time for her to go. Look for her to pop up over the next few seasons, not only to promote her, not only to promote her show, uh, but just because she truly loves, um, loves the cast, um, and all that. Uh, she's one of the longest tenured shows, or, uh, excuse me, she's one of the longest tenured, uh, cast members uh, of recent of recent times, uh, of course, Keenan Thompson is the longest running. I'm hearing that NBC has a deal with him in place to keep him on the show uh, for at least next season. Now, because of the success of Keenan, uh, he is itching to uh, leave and really expand his wings and try. But he doesn't want to leave a sure thing job. Uh, He and Lauren have worked out uh, a deal with NBC uh, that allows him to do other projects and to continue on uh, the path that he's been on uh, for at least a little bit longer. Kate McKinnon is said to be leaving uh, she's entering uh, negotiations. This one could come down to the wire. Uh, Kate, Kate like Cicely, is in uh, really high demand right now. Uh, and she's had to pass on a couple of projects, including uh, one about the Thanos creator, uh, where she was set to play the lead. But because of her commitment to Saturday Night Live... Uh, she had to pass on it in order to do other projects. If she returns, uh this will likely it will likely be her last year. However, like Cicely, uh she has fun uh very fond memories and a fondness for Lauren Michaels, as well as several of the cast members. So she will be popping up uh randomly throughout the throughout the uh the rest of time, basically <laughs> as much as she wants to they'll let her uh with the midterm elections coming up in twenty twenty two um it is said that Lauren really wants to hold on to her um for the upcoming forty seventh season uh given that she's played so many of the political power players uh that we see right now. Heading over to NBC Daytime, uh, as we told you, Days of Our Lives got a massive renewal of two years. This time, Sony really dug in their heels, and uh, they were not going to accept a one-year deal again. Uh, word is that they're very pleased with Ron Caravolti. Uh Ratings have stabilized and have actually inched upwards. Uh, and they're getting a lot more attention for uh, for their stories. Instead of the backstage shakeups that have long plagued NBC's lone soap. So, some good stuff coming in. They are very interested in trying to secure Alice and Sweeney for a long-term contract. Now... This is a very delicate situation, as Allison Sweeney has been busy with uh, Hallmark and making those movies uh, to great success. But, word is that she's open to signing a long-term contract as long as she has some outs. Look for this news to break uh probably sometime this summer, uh, that she's back full-time. Uh, this is on the heels of, uh, E.J. DiMera being recast. Uh word is that they weren't, they wouldn't have, uh, recast him if they didn't fully believe that a contract would be signed between, um, With, with, with Alex and Sweeney here. (coughs) And, uh, we've talked about, uh, Christian, Christian Alfonso returning to the soap she called home for many, many years. (coughs) Uh, when she first left back in October, it was said that she left because she felt underappreciated and uh, unwanted because they were going to give the character of Hope a bit of a rest. And in fact, she didn't get much of a send-off at all because the story had already been written and it was expected that uh, Christiane would accept it. <sighs> and they noticed how much press they got when she announced that she had left. So they they played into this. However, as I've already reported, uh, she is expected to be making a comeback, and uh, I'm hearing that the uh, the the machine is already working. Um, that will allow her to make her grand re entrance, uh, <clears throat> and when she comes back, her hope will be thrust into several front burner storylines, including uh, her ex being involved with, in a love triangle with her sworn enemies, uh, Ava and Nicole. Uh, her daughter is, will be back, uh, found alive, and moving her way back towards true love, Ben. Uh, not to mention a few other storylines that they have planned and are already in the works. Uh, those I've not been given clearance to talk about, but suffice to say, uh, she her presence will definitely be felt, uh, and she will be on the front burner for many, many years. Um, if. Uh, If everything plays out the way I'm told they're planning it. And I am going to take a break. And I'll be right back. And I am back. And we're going to talk about The CW. The CW has always had one of the most stable lineups in the history of network TV. Um, and they partly get that from their, their um, parent network, or one of their parent networks, CBS. But there's a little bit more to it than that. Um, when it comes to the CW, their ratings don't always line up with what people would consider a hit show. Um, and in fact, <coughs> 900 out of 10 on any other network, these shows would be canceled. Including um, some cable networks. But the CW isn't here for the CW isn't here for um, to make money from Uh, The United States. Almost all of their shows... Are owned by... Warner Media. Or, as I mentioned... um, Now it would be CBS, uh, Viacom. And those companies make money off the formats... Which we've talked about a, a lot on... In these episodes. If the formats are selling internationally... That means uh, the production companies are making buku bucks. And they're thrilled. And that's why they keep producing <coughs> shows for the CW. Because the more they get on air, the more they can sell. And the more they can sell, so on and so forth. Um, and including why they now treat the... Crossover event is more of a mini series, rather than um, standalone episodes of the shows, uh, as they used to. So, last uh, last year we didn't really do an unfriend show, but I did mention a couple times that Melissa Benoit being pregnant was going to lead. ...to Supergirl having their final season. (coughs) And indeed, that came to pass. Well, I'm here to tell you again, uh, despite, uh, the... ...the massive, uh, upset that I caused with, um, talking about Supergirl ending... (coughs) ...word is that The Flash is likely going to end after season eight. Uh, now, nothing is quite official yet, uh... Everyone's definitely coming back for at least one more season, minus a couple of, um, minus a couple of people who have um, already exited their roles uh, during the current seventh season. Uh, but like with Arrow, uh, Grant, Gass- Grant Guston feels that it- it's time to say goodbye. Um, and he's so he's following Stephen Amell's lead here. Uh, the Flash has long been one of the CW signature shows. But as the Arrowverse is changing and um, becoming a little bit darker, they are looking at ways to um, usher in new shows and not get to the point of overkill. So, uh, it's expected that it, they're going to announce fairly soon, uh, that the eighth season of The Flash will be the final season. Uh, there's also going to be word of a backdoor pilot. Uh, I haven't heard quite yet, um uh, what the spinoff will be, uh. But we're, I'm being told that, um, they are very excited to, um, end this chapter, but launch another one. Uh, some, uh, some names that have been bandied about are Green Lantern, which is actually happening over at HBO Max, um, There's also a word uh, that there's a long, obscure character uh that could be uh finally making his way to uh his own television show with uh with Superman and Lois and uh Batgirl becoming uh the two veterans or the two highest profile. Shows. Um, of, of this Arrowverse, we're also looking to see. Um, what what kind of character would fit in? Uh, and. There is a desperate want uh, from the higher ups at the CW to get a Batman show on air, particularly. Uh, a detective uh, show featuring Batman. Uh, so far, Warner Brothers has really, really fought back and said no. Um. Now, of course, there is a, a Gotham Police show coming to HBO Max. Uh, and we do have The Batman, which is... Said to center on detective, uh, on Batman as a detective rather than a superhero. Uh, coming soon. I'm. I'm also hearing that the the big crossover, uh, event this time could be year one. Um, my source at the CW was a little bit tight-lipped about that, but when I, when I kind of threw out that storyline. They did not deny it. And in fact said that um, fans have already been speculating about this for years. And while you might hear uh, some doom and gloom news about the CW going dark or going the way of the WB and UPN before it. Don't look for that to be the case. Uh, They are opening up their programming schedule to Saturday nights for the first time ever. Uh, And even going back to those aforementioned networks of UPN and the WB, uh, none of them ever had programming on Saturday nights. It was always left for the local affiliates. So what changed... In a word, we did. The way we watch TV has changed over the years. And the way the CW makes its money has changed. So they wanted to open up uh, the spot for two more shows. I'm hearing that um, Powerpuff Girls uh, from Diablo Cody... Uh, could end up on a Saturday night. Uh, but they're more interested in pairing that with Batgirl. So what are they going to put there? One thought is uh, Walker could end up over on Saturday night. Um, again, this is nothing official, official. Um, they're still playing with things. Um, there's also talk that, um, two of the superhero shows could end up there. Um, or even Dynasty, which has managed somehow to defy death and was renewed for season five. Now, when it comes to Dynasty... Uh the network has been very pleased with how it performs on Friday nights and in uh and on streaming. So they don't have uh at this point they don't have any incentive to move it. But there is some talk that they could uh they could be incentivized to send it to Saturday night. Um, and it would be good news for the fans because uh since Saturday night is more of a uh d v r night for all the networks um it 'll be the only original programming on and could elongate its life uh, <clears throat> the other the other thought um and this comes directly from my c w source. Is they are very interested in moving Walker, and I just need to find a show uh, to pair with it there, uh, to pair with it. Uh, Kung Fu, it would be the most obvious choice. (coughs) Um, So, when it comes to the CW, uh, they've never really had a daytime lineup. Uh, they've always shown repeats of Jerry Springer, uh the Steve Vilco show, uh, in uh the courtroom formats that have become oh so popular over the last uh, few decades. Because of their move back to because of their move back to uh into Saturday night programming. The CW is giving affiliates the 3 o'clock time slot back to fill it with whatever they choose to. So, what I'm hearing is, while they had been high on developing uh, a telenovela type of soap opera, they felt it was more important to, uh, first of all, keep affiliates happy and to expand their primetime lineup rather than their daytime lineup. Word is that both Warner Media and uh, CBS uh, Viacom are working towards putting together working working towards putting together uh, a telenovela-style uh, soap opera, but that those shows could end up on HBO Max or Paramount Plus rather than a traditional broadcasting network. Uh, this would give the show uh, a longer life, uh, and they would be able to nurture the show rather than need it to be a hit right out of the gate. Uh, As far as the deal with Jerry Springer to rebroadcast his former talk show, uh, I'm told that uh, it's been fulfilled completely and there was... There was talk of him developing a new talk show exclusively for the CW. However, the ratings for the repeats weren't quite what they had hoped. And they decided to uh, nix the idea. And it's just as well because Judge Jerry, which is syndicated, uh, has been a big hit. And is bringing Jerry Springer back into... The spotlight that he had long yielded to younger, hipper talk show hosts. <clears throat> now, with Jerry Springer, I am hearing that uh, he's, with Judge Judy coming out of the way, even though the, the courtroom show field is very crowded, uh, that people are expecting him to take up the mantle. Uh, and, and possibly lead uh, for a very long time Um. with his outrageous uh, outrageous shows and he knows how to tell a story so they're ex- expecting him to catapult to the top at least for a little while. Will the CW be missing out on this? Uh, it's definitely a possibility but executives have long felt that uh the daytime the daytime part of their lineup just was never getting enough traction to justify spending the millions of dollars it took whereas their primetime lineup uh well not exactly what most would consider a huge uh, hit um, brings in enough to keep both uh, both parent companies pleased uh, and continues to feed the bottom line of both parent companies uh, and will do so for for many years uh, to come now with an aggressive move into um, programming. What will this mean for shows like Nancy Drew and Riverdale coming up? I'm hearing that uh, Nancy Drew is safe uh, for probably um, a good long while here. Uh, While the show is not quite the breakout that they had hoped for, the format is insanely popular and uh, it was a priority for CBS Viacom to get an anti show back out uh, onto the air to uh, pump up the books. Riverdale's a different story. I'm hearing that there's definitely a possibility um, of the show ending relatively soon. Uh, but don't look for that to happen quite yet. A lot like me, Riverdale seems to be death-defying. And that's going to do it for the 2021 Upfront episode. Thank you all so much for listening as always, and until next time, cheers!